So welcome to the Conscious Leaders Podcast. I'm Ruth Ferenga and I'm founder of Mindful Pathway. For this podcast, we invite leaders who are doing something particularly innovative or radical in the way they lead their people. They give us a unique insight into their approach, what's working, their challenges, and also their personal philosophy behind it. I really hope you enjoy. Great to welcome June Corrie to the Conscious Leaders Podcast. She runs pay-per-click Google Ads agency, My Mustard. She says she's going for the land speed record in fast talking, so I really hope you're ready. But following all the people I've met in business, she is she has the most infectious energy and a belief in people that I think is, is second to none. So let's hear what she had to say. Brought up in the Midlands with my mum and my two brothers. Um, studied hard at school, didn't really know what I wanted to do, but fancied myself as a bit of an actress. That was the only thing that really interested me. Uh, took my A-levels in English, psychology and theatre studies. Realised fairly quickly that I wasn't as talented as I thought I'd be at theatre. And the <laughs> yeah. only other thing genuinely that interested me was advertising. I loved the idea of within 30 seconds, someone could persuade you on TV. This was back in the day, Ruth, before yeah. you were born, yeah. when there was just the one commercial TV show, uh, a commercial TV channel. Um, and in 30 seconds where you put the kettle on, they could persuade you that not only did you need this product, you wanted it and you would buy it. And I like the I, I suppose what it did without trying to sound cliched is it put all three of my skill sets in one, which is language, uh, theatre and, you know, psychology. I quite liked it. So ended up selling advertising for a living. One of oh, those wow. annoying people that went, hello, I've got an advert. But yeah, that's how I started. I yeah. started in advertising um, for the Watford Observer. Um, and uh, yeah, hello, bicycles for sale. And yeah, just liked it. Never never looked back. So for, yeah, for nearly 35 years, I've been selling advertising in one form or the other. Mm. Okay, so that piqued your interest in terms of marketing mm-hmm. and that advertising world. And how did that then lead on to My Mustard? My Mustard, wowza. Okay, so I used to sell newspapers and then I sold magazines and then I sold directories. Um, and then I trained people to sell and then I managed people who sold. And I have to be honest, I've always been quite proud of it. I think there's a, there's a lot of people in most in, um, industries that are not so good to be around, you know, people that will sell things that are nonsense, but I'm quite old-fashioned. I think from a business point of view, if you put in a pound into an advertising project and you get out £20, that's a good deal. That's that's yeah. not, that's not that's a pretty good deal. It works. Um, and as time went on, I, I was manager, I was in newspapers and then I worked at Yellow Pages for a while, um, the world's most successful sales organisation at the time. It was absolutely incredible. Uh-huh. It was like a machine. Um and had always been interested, but I'd always been interested in the people side of things, I have to be honest, you know. What makes a good person, a good salesperson, a good salesperson? It's all about rapport. It's all about rapport building. It's all about product knowledge. Um, and so at around 2006, I'd lost my mum and she'd left me, left me a bit of money with a note saying, go on, you know you want to be your own boss. So I <laughs> couldn't ignore oh, that. Wow. Um, and it was around the time that di- digital, I was quite a late adopter. I was like, oh, nonsense, this internet okay. malarkey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um and uh, and I stumbled across a, a link that talked about Google advertising, and I thought for the first time after twenty years, twenty-ish years at that time, of selling newspapers, where put that advert in that newspaper on that week, and the phone might ring, Mister Customer, which is an insane way of right. doing business. All of a sudden, it was I know how many people I can send to your website. I know what they're going to do. I know everything was transparent. It was lovely, um, mm. really good, and we were fortunate time-wise. You know, we were ahead of the curve, so there were there weren't many agencies around, and 
2007, so what's that, 12 and a half years ago, I've been doing it ever since. Yeah, wow. And I'm just looking around your office here, and it is amazingly colourful. And we're just saying this is almost like the antidote to the grey corporate yeah. look. <laughs> yeah, you won't find any wood, and you won't find anything clean and clinical. It was clean, it's clean, I must hasten to add, but yeah, yeah it's, yeah. Not, it's not clinical, no. I think I like to be visually stimulated and... God love the staff, so do they now. Yeah, yeah, that's really cool. And we'll talk a bit more about um, what you stand for in a bit as we go on. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we this podcast is really about uh, about conscious leadership and starting a conversation on mm-hmm. what it means to be a conscious leader and getting different perspectives from, from people about how they run their businesses. And we pick out people like you who we think are, are particularly um, conscious or really thinking about their way things quite, uh, the way they lead quite attunedly. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, really, I guess it's asking you what, what leadership means to you. What what does it mean to lead lead people in a company in this way? Okay, um, I think it's very flattering. Quite some time ago, when I was back in corporate life, someone said um, the difference between managers, being a manager, and being a leader. And I hadn't really thought about it. I knew how I felt when I was with my people um, and I read quite a few military books at the time you know going into battle um, yeah. and again so, some of it I've put to one side some of it I still take with me I, I truly think without trying to sound like a cliche I think it's about a real drive to empower your people mm. um, and empower yourself you know I am part of the team I'm not just the leader of the team I'm part of the team um, I think it's about um, having a belief in oneself and having a belief in others. Mm. I think it's celebrating the difference. I love the fact that everybody's different. I, I really like that. Mm. Um, and I think, God love it, Yellow Pages taught me that they, they didn't want that. They wanted absolute cookie cutters. Um, and mm. so I didn't last very long there because I love the fact that somebody would be very different to the person sitting next to them. You know, would, would come out with the same results, great results, but in a very different way. So really, in a nutshell, for me, leadership is about having a belief in yourself and your people, empowering them to be the best they possibly can. Um, and without trying to sound too cheesy, it's about picking people up that aren't doing well and helping them do better, mm. getting the people that are doing okay to do them better still, and it's getting the high achievers to absolutely soar. It's just about what you bring. As long as you bring your 100%, mm. then that'll do nicely. But it's, it's really about celebrating the difference. And I do think a leader works well if they've got an enemy but that's back to my military oh, reading exactly right that's brilliant um, and so when you say about uh, having a belief in people and celebrating their differences how does that translate practically to um, maybe uh, the way you you lead someone how do you um, I know you've got an example a way that um, way that that belief um, actually has an effect on the way they perform at work um, I think I think being conscious being conscious, and again, it's, a, it's an expression that I've, I've done some reading around, and obviously when we met, I'm, I'm much more aware of it now, what, what the differences are between leadership and conscious. It starts with being self-aware. It has to be, you have to be aware. I have to be aware of my thoughts, my deeds, my actions and my behaviour, how they impact. Mm. Um, and that's tiring, if I'm honest. It is. I have to be, uh, I think it's about being consistent Um in terms of examples, we've all worked for people, certainly in corporate life. I've worked for people that I would not know how they were going to behave on a day-to-day basis. Mm-hmm. That's really tiring. And so I'd like to think, I think the team would say the same. I'm always the same. I'm always a little bit manic. Sorry about that. Too yeah, much yeah. black coffee. <laughs> um, I'm always positive. And mm-hmm. again, I'm, I think they, they both of those things come with a caveat of actually it might be blooming tiring sometimes for right. them. Um, 
But again, there's an awareness of that, which is when someone says to me, when someone doesn't match or reflect my level of positivity in the past, it would have been, huh, are they being negative? And I'm aware now that's not them being negative. It's just that I've caught them. I'm on the way to the coffee machine going, look, I've had 17 different ideas. Aren't they fabulous? <laughs> just because they're going to go, mm, let me consider that, Jim. So aware yeah. of the difference. I have surrounded myself with people that are very different from me. I'm a, and I'm aware of that. Mm. Um, so I can't then say you're different from me. Don't bring the difference. Mm. Um, I, I think being... Being positive does make a difference, and again, it sounds a bit cheesy, but being positive, I don't think I've got massive vision, but I am. I do a lot of um, what's the a visualization. I I, okay. I know what something's going to feel like when I get there. I, I know what it's going to look like. I know how people are going to react, and I don't know whether that's maybe that is maybe that's maybe that is vision. Um, I, I I know that I'll win more than I lose. Mm, um, that's really interesting. So so you use visualization a lot and. Um, yeah, I guess this is specifically about you, but really interesting. And I mean, I'm aware of how much um, a positive attitude is a really good, is a really important trait of a of an emotionally intelligent leader. So I guess I've got two questions. One is, um, how do you keep that um, undeniable or consistent positivity, especially in the face of challenges? And also, yeah, how do you work with this kind of visualization stuff? So okay, that's really interesting. So I suppose there's three things. Uh, that I, that I tend to do in, in readiness for this conversation, thinking, how can you nail that? Which is, someone said to me a long, long time ago, catch them doing something right. And so right. I, every day, it's now a habit, it's a very easy habit, my team will do something that delights me, and I always mm. tell them, nice phone call, I like the way you did that, that mm. was lovely, she loved you, she thought you were great. It's, it was initially, possibly, a little forced, Hmm. Way back, way back, way, way back, back when when I was a junior manager, yeah. way back, you know, thinking, oh gosh, I've got to say something positive about Bob, and actually that's hard because he's actually actually a nightmare. Yeah. Um, but after, there's always something yeah. good about Bob. Every boy, everybody's got something to be, and I think there's a very, and I think culturally that is part of it now. So I mm. think when I'm not here, I think they do it for each other. Mm. I think they do it for each other, not so just their managers. I think thing, it's yeah. a cultural thing. So catching people doing something right mm. um, which is a habit in itself it is it? absolutely I mean, created as a habit and now it comes naturally yeah. and, and, and then it spreads to the team and I find it very easy at networking as well because I spend quite a lot of time networking um, I, I find that really easy to say well, great 60 seconds I didn't know that about you uh, you know mm. giving an, a, an unsolicited compliment just makes you feel great yes I like it I like it yes. when somebody that serves me a glass of wine as you know Ruth I yeah. passed a glass of wine and I was there on Monday night I had a glass of wine and the girl had a fantastic manicure why wouldn't you share that and I genuinely I do think if you give out good um you get back good it's lovely I don't do it with that cynicism in mind but I genuinely I think I think it's I genuinely think it's easy if it's become a habit it's mm. a positive habit genuinely I mean life's brilliant isn't it genuinely mm. um in terms of the challenges it's difficult uh because you can get a bit of a wobble um I think it has to be, it has to be sustained by people understanding their responsibility to each other and to themselves as well. Um, life's difficult. I, I remember when there was probably about th- maybe only three or four of us in the team, and at the time I hadn't been very well um, and was going through chemotherapy. Somebody had a very ill parent. Somebody had a very disenfranchised child and somebody um was saving very hard um 
and for for a mortgage that they couldn't really afford. Mm. That's what that you don't leave that at the door. You bring that with you. Bring that to work. But, but and, and that's and that's. Just, I think there was a bit of a yeah. This life likes hide hard. Um, but I think it's okay. I think it's okay to sort. How are you feeling? You know, mm. how's, your, how's your dad today? Well, actually, had a lousy night. It's yes. okay to do that as well. Um, and I, again, I think in corporate life, there's a leave it at the door. You know, we're here to work. We're here to do something. Yeah, that's not live. I've got family here. Mm. I've got family that we just happen to work together. Um, that's not to say I think it's okay to talk about Love Island for now because it's not. <laughs> if you're listening, team, but um, I, th- I think it's really good to know that you are a human being. Mm. So people a... bring their whole selves to work, yes. and um, and you see your role is also to, to care for their wider yeah. person as yeah, well as absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, it sounds a little cliched and yeah. cringing a little bit, but yeah, I do. I do really care about these people. They are my family. They are my work family. Yeah. Spend hours with them. Hours yeah. and hours and hours and hours and hours with them. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, and I can really feel that as well from um, from knowing a few of your staff, but also from the vibe in the office too. So that's really cool. Yeah, and you said, and I think other people might be interested to hear too, is about this positive vibe and that you and that you that you use visualization mm-hmm. to help you with that. Mm-hmm. So, do you want to tell us a bit more about? Um, I've read something years and years ago. Sally Gunnell, who was a runner, um, again half my team wouldn't know who the heck she was. Um, and they said to her, "How did it feel running over the finishing line with the, the Union Jack around you?" And it's one of those iconic shots. Everyone does it now. And it was, I think, it was the first time I'd seen it years and years and years ago. And she said, oh, "I've seen that a thousand times." And it re- that really resonated because I thought she has. She's she's done that. So. Again, I think it's very intuitive now with me, which is if I meet somebody, now I sell advertising, you know, I haven't got a cure for cancer or anything, I just sell advertising, (laughs) so let's get it a grip. But I know if I work with the right people and I I sell them the right products and I craft the campaign correctly, that their phone will ring and they will make more money, which means that they have a great lifestyle and their staff have a great lifestyle and we all do well. You know, I'm in business, Mm. I'm I'm absolutely in business. Um, But I know how it feels now, because I can, I can feel it. I, I can say no to clients if I don't think I can help them, which is a luxury. That is absolutely right. a luxury. But in terms of visualizing, um, I do a lot of speaking gigs. I do a lot of networking. I, I know, I know what it's going to be like. Mm. And some people will see that as is that raw confidence. No, I've done it a hundred times. I, I've, I've, mm. uh, so what can I visualize? I know what it will look like in two years. I know what my life right. will look like in two years. Um, and I think a hundred years ago. Um, as I mentioned at the beginning of this uh, this conversation, I used to work on a weekly newspaper, so I was only six days away from the next, the next, the next. So actually, I think that was a handicap to start with because I, I was only planning, I wasn't very good at forward planning, whereas running your own business, you have to be a bit better because mm. you have to pay people at the end of the month. And you yeah, go, yeah. Mm, I've got enough money in the bank. So yes. um, I, I encourage these guys to do it as well. How will it feel? I, that's the question. Feel? Yeah, how will it feel when? Yes. So say you had a speaking gig tomorrow and... Mm-hmm. Um, uh, would you be purposefully taking any time or did you do that in the past and now it comes naturally to kind of step into the feelings of when it going well for example just to give a sort of mini example yeah it's really interesting I I, I know that there's um, there's some parts in it that always get a laugh and there is a bit of me the nervous bit of me goes well if they don't laugh this time and then I think they'll laugh this time of course yeah. they do, they do yeah. it the other thousand times and um, 
it, there, there's a raw confidence. It, there's energy. The energy levels are off the scale. Just mm. before, I'm still nervous. I, I think that's yeah. you know aligning the butterflies, isn't it? Getting more information. And I think it's good. And I slightly say to the youngsters, of course you're supposed to have adrenaline because you're standing up and you're opening your mouth. And I do, as you know, without the aid of a safety net of notes or anything. Yes. I, but that's what I'm bringing to the party. That that energy. Um, I, th- I think I, t- I talk about what could go wrong. Hmm. But not in a negative way, which is like, what's the worst case scenario? What could go wrong? Someone will heckle me. Mm. Oh dear, that's not going to be a problem. Yes, or yeah. someone will say, that's that's nonsense, June. I, I would be really, I'd be happy to be challenged. I think I probably set the scene quite well, which is, in you know, if I talk too quickly, that's on me, that's on you. You know, ask me. But yes, I do visualise the, the, I remember how it feels. It's lovely. The round of applause is lovely. Going back to my wanting to be an mm. actress, that's, that's as good as it gets. Yes. Um, and I think there's an authenticity about, hopefully, most words I say, which is I truly believe them. I, you know, I don't, mm. I'm not a snake yes. oil salesman. I, I believe if you do what I'm asking you to do in a training gig or a speaking gig, you will do better at what yes. you're doing. I, I feel the same with my team. So yeah. I, I truly believe it. Yeah, so you can kind of walk it, basically. Yes, yeah. It's embedded. Mm. And it's interesting with things like visualisation because the brain really doesn't know the difference between what's real and no, imagined. No. So it, it can really... We can we can really um, step into those shoes. So mm. it's really interesting to think about your prep, thinking about the um, what could go wrong, but also knowing what it would feel like with the round, yeah. with the audience there, yeah. with you, and with the heckler that you deal with skillfully and things mm. like that. So, yeah, lovely example. So, um, in terms of the like your your company and your wider sector, are there any um, other examples about what you do in the way you lead, the way you manage the team that you think are kind of conscious and there's I, I've got some ideas because I have been admiring your stuff for a while now but yes what would you like to, to share um I think I didn't really realize that I did such a lot that was about self-awareness for myself and the team until I recognize other organizations so for example we have a training budget which we absolutely need I'm a great believer in training and learning but almost all of our learning is about them learning about themselves as individuals. It's not about learning skills. Mm. That becomes part of the job. But I have to be honest, mm. yes, go on a Facebook course, get better at this. And there's a lot of study going on. Um, way back when myself, it was just the two of us, way back when myself and Natalie, we said, you know, if we're not earning, we're learning. Uh, uh, that's the only consistent thing about everyone that works at my mustard. They like to do better. They want to learn. They want to engage. They want to grow. Um, partly because some of them... Um, want to go on hopefully and get a better bigger jobs so they want to run their own company that's lovely when somebody are 20 years old and I ask them that we're appraising you know what does two years look like what does five years look like mm. rather than going June I'm leaving you and going to work for another company saying oh, I'd like to run my own business good that yes because on right. some days I'm thinking I'm not the greatest role model I work too long I'm too stressed etc but if they if they believe that if I can do it they can do it marvellous then my work right. here is done that's that's kind of cool and um, most of our training goes on. We, we've done strength finders. We've done um, mechanics and stuff. We've done. Um, we've recently done really good strength finders, which is I'm, I'm going to um, dumb it right down. Sorry, guy who did the training with us. Um, it, it was really rather than spending all of our time going, oh, I'm going to get yourself out of the comfort zone. It was identifying your top five strengths and how you can use them and dial them up a little bit. Um, mm. It was fantastic. It was a four-hour session. We all did it. All ten of us um, did it together. There were people with unique strengths, and that was lovely. You know, that somebody that oh my gosh, she's really good at that. How can we learn from her? Mm. Um, 
I think that takes massive trust on behalf of the team and I don't underestimate that because what I'm asking them to do is be, is be vulnerable. Right. Um, we, we have something called Dirt 10 at 10 and it wasn't my idea, but it's an absolute genius idea. It's the heart of the MyMaster culture. Um, uh, because we're all we're in the same office, but we work in two different teams and one person is remote, actually you can come in, talk about a Love Island, get your jar of coffee and sit down and tap, 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 tap. And you're actually quite siloed, despite this lovely, warm and cuddly mm. atmosphere. We're all, we're all looking at a screen all day, mm. doing different jobs. Nobody does the same job here. Um, nobody's the same age nobody does the same hours and the differentness sometimes can be quite isolating I imagine so 10 at 10 it means 10 people at 10 o'clock in the morning stand up in the centre of the office and they have 10 minutes together it's a it's a barometer check it's so how are you feeling today it might very well be how is your dad you know mm. if he's not been well it might very well be oh my god um, client X is in today and he's a bit challenging isn't he and <laughs> politely um, yes. discuss those issues. It yes. might very well be, oh my God, I heard you on the phone. That was absolutely brilliant when yeah. you did this. Um, but it's not It's not a showing off session. It's an imparting of information session, but it's it's nine humans that are going to go back to their desk and be nine humans mm. becoming a team. So it's kind of ten. like a safe space absolutely. for, for yeah. sharing mm-hmm. personal, professional yep. and co-support. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. Yeah, and it's, again, yes, what you said. That, yeah. That's what it is. But we, I didn't think about it. Like I say, it wasn't my idea. It was, it was um, we were talking about how in schools now they have this little check for, for, for children, you know, six and seven. Hey, Finn, today, are you okay? You know, like a smiley face or, and, and that's kind of it here. Um, I think it under underpins the communication from a business point of view. It can't be argued. I mean, it's really good things that are happening on one side of the office that you don't know are happening in other right. sides of the office is really good. Um, I, I think... It, it's good for confidence. I think it must have been terrifying when they started. So I'm going to stand up yeah. and talk. So I'm going to stand up. Hold on a second. And that's the biggest, one of the biggest fear at networking. People oh, so we don't have to stand up. So you stand up, changes your physical state. Um, and again, that's a really healthy thing, yeah. isn't it? Just to be, if you're sitting at a desk all day, we've got a, yeah. a young lady that's joined us recently who's a dancer. She's just done two years of dance college. And I think that must be difficult working in office. Mm. Well, you have to sit down for eight hours. Yes, yeah. you do. But it's okay because at 10 o'clock you can stand up um, and just take changing the physical state. And it's interesting. It's only pointed out recently. We've got a big green carpet and people were saying you know the grass is always green on the other side that expression actually the grass is right in the middle here and i kind of like that i like the idea of them being on a magic carpet i like them yes yeah again that's me visualizing as a team but it's the the, if i know it's overused but you know the 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 whole is greater than the sum of its parts absolutely if i could have one thing that's it these people are incredible individuals yes oh my god together we are unstoppable yeah yeah and it's um i do feel that with with my mustard that there is a really um positive kind of vibe and like go-getting vibe but also what comes across really strongly is the humor um of the company both you and the website in the um it feels like and in terms of being conscious and alleviating stress i feel like the world could just do with more humor yeah it's got absolutely it's i'm quite irreverent um my language i've been good today because you're taping me my language is fairly irreverent we're very informal um, right the the logo when i designed the logo it's quite warm and squashy um it's it's crazy it doesn't make any sense my mustard um and and people yeah i i'm I like I like a laugh. I absolutely do like a laugh. We are we're fairly um, we're fairly relaxed with each other. It's okay. Um, mm. You know, most people have got a really wicked sense of humour. You can see it when we go out as a, as a team. We go out quite regularly, um, 
and and you're right i think it's okay to laugh i think it's the idea it was funny today there's only three of us because it's half term rather than 10 so it's very quiet and i was like pop the radio on and then it led to a conversation about isn't it about time we have the christmas channel on you know which half the room oh my god and half the room's going woo and yeah i think you're i think you're right i think it's humor it's uh it's a good place to work um yeah and i think it's all right it's all right to have some fun it's all right to have some fun. It is all right. It is actually the only way I can consume news at the moment, which is why have I got news for you, yeah. the last yeah. leg, yeah. or, um, or the mash report, basically. Yeah, yeah, exactly um, right. You have to have a backdrop because the place has gone crazy, hasn't it? it has You're exactly crazy. right. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. Really important. Yeah. Yeah, and I guess um, in terms of when you look forward in your, imagine your visualisation now, it's quite exciting. Um, when you look forward in terms of where you should see your leadership going and the company um, is there anything that you, you kind of see in the future with that? Um, I would like to... I, I, it's always... Me personally, it's always really important that I'm with people. Uh, that That's the excitement for me. Um, I I think it's about saying... Uh, doing what you say you're going to do and then doing it. Um, it. And that takes time and it takes effort. And, uh, you know, I've read lots of books about the power of no... I can't say I've really pulled that one off. <laughs> Sorry, I, I, because the power of yes is so much more compelling and fulfilling. Um, but I like spending half an hour with somebody. I spent an hour and a half yesterday with somebody that's just starting their own business. Can we put your brains to? And of course we yes. can, because right. it absolutely feeds my soul. Which is, oh my god, one thing I can say: don't do that. I did that. It was absolutely nightmare. It's what about this and blah yeah. blah blah. And so we will have to be with people. I like the idea. We, we do quite a lot of stuff for charity, and that was absolutely inspired inspired by my mum who used to have three jobs look after the three of us and work in you know the Laura shop and Oxfam shop because I do believe um you know I think there's a lovely quote and I'm not going to do it uh I'm not going to I'm not going to say it right. something about nobody ever got poor by giving I mean and there's something right. about absolutely um and we've always had a nominated charity so I think moving forward not I think no I know moving forward you know post my mustard if there is such a time it will be I would be working with someone uh because it's lovely working with my clients. I love my clients. But, you know, making money for a, an organisation is one thing. You know, yeah. changing the lives of somebody else, that's that's pretty... That's, that's kind pretty, of where you can see that's, Yeah, that would, yeah. that would be kind of cool. Um, but it will definitely be people. It will definitely be talking. It will definitely be irreverent. It will definitely be involving jokes about Marlborough handbags, I imagine. Um, <laughs> and uh, I, I just think it's the celebration of, of individuals. I love it. I, I love that my, my team come very clearly into two camps which was the people that started it with me and they were all mums yes and all part-time some of them term time only and then this lovely tranche of my mustards uh the next generation which started with the apprentices we've got five apprentices now so you know i've got mums that are loyal this is going to sound sweeping they're loyal they're hard working they can switch off i'm not a mum now i'm you know yeah. i'm working with june and i think it was about a recognition of their talent and their ability they're not just a mum and they're not just a part-timer yes. I mean, fantastic and the apprentices it's a privilege to see them coming yeah through that's the, kind of amazing that work you're doing five apprentices five apprentices yeah, yeah through wow. Oakland's college yeah they're really they're just cracking they're so different yeah they're so different i love it um, and i think i we talked the other day I really recognise that I have now people in my teens my 20s their teens 20s 30s 40s and 50s you know we all want but we all want pretty much the same thing which is we want decent work-life balance Um, and again that was an interesting one that I've never been talked about in corporate life Mm. you know know, I've got 18 year olds going no I'm I'm comfortable with the amount of hours I'm working June because they've got a life outside yes Um, 
but yeah, yeah, it, I I love the I love the differentness because mm. but we're all fundamentally the same. Which is yeah. people want to be treated how they'd like. Right. Yeah. And I think your celebration of the individual is really interesting, and your belief, your like deep belief in their capability. Mm-hmm. And I wonder, you mentioned your mum a couple of times, and the note she gave you about starting your own business, mm-hmm. and this quote about giving. And yeah, is there anything you want to say about? Um, with her and kind of your inspiration. Well, she was, you know, my my parents were very interesting. Uh, my mum, you know, I was brought up in a um, a council estate. Uh, you know, was, you know, back in back in the late sixties, early seventies, it wasn't a pretty place to be. But we were bright. I have to be honest, uh, myself and my brothers. Um, hard work is absolutely key to me. I've got a very strong work ethic. Um, probably to my own detriment and I, I think my standards are quite high um, old-fashioned qualities definitely my mum and dad both instilled in me um, but it is about you know we're so lucky I'm so lucky I'm so lucky um, you know when, when things don't go so well but it's rare that they don't go well and that can't be a coincidence I, I do think if you mm. if, if you work hard and you and play hard, and you do what you say you're going to do. It'll come back. It'll come back. Just naturally comes back. Yeah. Can't be a coincidence, but yeah, um, yeah. In- interesting, interesting where you come from. And again, I don't think I, I don't think I, I've got a council house chip on my shoulder, but a little bit. I, I worked hard. It was <laughs> yeah. hard. It yeah. was hard, but um, we lived in cardboard boxes. Yeah, in the road, did, like, middle of the road. <laughs> yeah, we had nothing. We didn't have yeah. a cardboard box. Yeah, quite yeah. right. But yeah, it's all right. It's all right. This life, mm. love. And I definitely get that sort of vibe of you know that that positivity that visualization that belief in yourself and others and how that kind of brings you and the company along that's mm-hmm. kind of it's quite amazing and it's it's very undeniable you rarely meet someone where i'm like no that is real real truth that it feels it feels like yeah complete it, it's it's real and it's authentic and it's a little bit cringe for me to look inwards going well why do i do that it's because because I, I do and and it feels right, yes. and and I've done it for a long time, so therefore I have confidence that it's the right thing to do. Yes. Um, it's it's undeniable. I know that's an interesting use of the word. It's undeniable that if you look after people, if you're if you're kind and you're fair, and I am demanding and I am, I am challenging. I actively ask them that um, the apprentices would say, I actually say, what would terrify you? And they say, public speaking, and then I take them networking. Right. So, <laughs> you know that, but I yes. there's a, there's a our young man, you know, he he did a presentation for his an apprentice at the moment. He did a presentation recently for his assessor, and I said, "I know you hate me now, but in you know ten years' time, when you're running fifty people and you're in New York and doing a lovely TED talk, you will remember this moment. You mm. can do it. Mm. I, I I believe enough for both of us right now, mm. enabling you to believe. And it's true. I do. Yeah. I think these people are incredible. I yeah. think I think these people are incredible. Um, I genuinely do. I've, I've read something with David Ogilvy, like Mr. Advertising, about a book that he wrote back in the 60s or 70s. He had, um, I've got them actually, but where are they? Um, a set of Russian dolls on his desk to remind him to employ people with more potential than him, not because oh, otherwise right. he only goes up rather than going down. And I do think that I've, I've managed lots of people, but my must is a very different thing. We, I talk about the power of 10, teapot, T-P-O-T, the power of 10. It was 10 years and there was 10 of us. There's something strong about this and, and, and undeniably um, robust in mm. uh, us, uh, us as a team. But, you know, we're, we're, there's people just coming past. They're going to leave. They're going to leave and they're going to move on. Some people are going to say, June, I've had enough working. I'm going to retire. Yeah. Some people are going to say, I've had enough working here. I'm going to move on. I'm going to travel. All of it's right. But yeah. while you're here, wow, let's have a great time. Let's have a great time. Let's all do well. Our clients will do well. You'll do well. And it is, it says in there, um, 
as you can imagine, it's a fairly informal, although legally binding contract. It does say, it says buckle up because it's going to be a bumpy ride, but aren't all the best rides bumpy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's going to be fun, this journey. Mm. Yeah. Oh, I'm quite motivated to work for my master. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. Cool, cool, cool. We've got vacancy walls. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah, very inspirational. And and so with all this self-belief and all this kind of um, looking after everyone and paying all the compliments and um, and you know, driving the team. How do you look after yourself amidst all of that? You said, you know, you're quite manic and like, you know, do you ever come down? Yes, it's called sleep. It's called holiday. So yes, I like, I like a holiday and I'm very much a, oh my God, are you someone that goes sightseeing? No, I like to lie by a pool and I like to read. I, I read a lot of fiction. I don't, I'm not a big reader of business books, which surprises people, but actually I think, well, I'd like to just, I want to know somebody else's world. And um, mm. So I love movies, uh, I like reading. Um, somebody very kindly bought me, we were discussing it earlier, weren't we? Somebody very kindly just bought me a book called Meditation for Fidgety Skeptics. Ah. So I'm horrified and delighted all rolled into one. So I'm going to give that a go um, because I do think I need to stop. Yeah. Uh, the course I went on with you was yeah. really, really, it was w- one of the best three hours I've spent in my work life in the last couple of years without a shadow of a doubt because yeah. I do think about you when I'm brushing my teeth which is nice mm. really. yeah it's All mindfulness right. <laughs> and I think about when if I can't move if I'm in a, in a situation um, that is stressful and it, and it happens you know just taking that moment because mm. I can I can I can ask a question that will keep them busy um, so just being really mindful of the now is interesting um, and something you said to me I said, right, I've got to go, I've got to rush. And there was three of us, oh, I don't know if you remember, there was three of us at a, a, a table. I said, right, we've got to dash, we've got to do this. Someone was doing this school run and I was running back to an appointment. You said, you could potentially, also you could potentially move mindfully towards your car. And we both <laughs> looked at you like you were a little bit crazy, but you know what? We did just that. So every now and then it's good. It's good to have people in your life that go, Ooh, and it, calm. Yeah, yeah. Um, I promise I'm not always that cheesy. No, 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 no <laughs> you weren't cheesy at all. You weren't cheesy at all. Yeah. But what it did was it stopped me. It stopped us both in our tracks, and we looked at and we were like, "Yeah, we could do that. We yeah. could do that." You know, it's only another thirty seconds. Um, and I'm trying to. I can't say I surround myself with people that aren't manic, but I'm actively putting people around me that take a deep breath every now and then. Because mm. you know what? When they do it, I do it. Yes. But yeah. Oh, yeah. Take it, that was nice. <laughs> it was nice, wasn't it? It was nice. Yeah. Yeah, well this has been really fascinating and um yeah, both to hear about your story and your investment in other people and the types of people you employ all the way from apprentices to um to a lot of mums working part time and being super flexible with that, but yet demanding and challenging. Yep. You know, it's gonna mm-hmm. be a ride and that's that's really exciting. Um I guess to close then, is there any you know, this this podcast is for, for leaders or aspiring leaders in looking to be more conscious, looking to enjoy life and create balance as well as as well as achieve and go places. Are there any words you'd have for for people for people listening that um again it's probably a classic my mum quote, you know, always do your best. And it's it's actually on the website under people that motivate, but always do your best because your best will always be good enough. Um and ask that of others as well. Um I, I think it's okay to say, you know, is that, is that the best you got? Is that is that good? Could, what does what does ten percent dial up? And then again, the team will know when I say that. Right, we need to dial it up ten percent. What does that look like? What does that feel like? What do I need to do? Um, and making other people as accountable as I make myself. Um, oh, I, I put in, but I get out. Um, but these guys would probably they wouldn't say firm but fair. They'd probably say she's very hardworking and she's very demanding. But boy, well, you know, they'll they'll get something out of it. But you know, you get one crack at this. 
get one crack at this. Let's do it. Thanks for tuning in to the Conscious Leaders podcast. I've been Ruth Fringer, founder of Mindful Pathway. If you want to find out more about us and how we help leaders create space to lead effectively through coaching and training, visit mindfulpathway.co.uk. For the podcast, you can subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or listen via the website, mindfulpathway.co.uk forward slash podcasts.